anymore, okay? I'm in the fucking nightmares. You guys with me on that? See, men lie, women lie, but the analytics don't. You know? Pound the ball right up their ass. Knock on wood if you're with me, man. Oh, that feels so good to hear that that uh, jam once more. Updated, of course, with the new season, courtesy of the one, the only Andrew Sauer, who we're joined by here today, and as always, Ryan Hall. Andrew, give a big shout out to the crowd. Welcome back. It feels good. Welcome back, boys. Hope you're in for a good season. And welcome to our uh, two new members, uh, Roach and Jeff. Hope yes. you guys uh, enjoy the podcast just as much as everyone else. If they're enjoying <clears throat> yeah. it. Yeah, we hope they're enjoying it as well. Right? Um, but uh, yeah, welcome, boys. It's uh, it's good to have you on the, on the team. Um, it was kind of a last minute thing. Thanks for remembering it. <laughs> so quickly, I always like twelve man leagues better than ten man. Honestly, you know, and it just it, does it requires it, more skill. Yeah, you it does can't make just it, pick yeah. tight ends up off the free agent list. It's the cream rise to the top, that's for sure. And now we're seeing, we're going to see it in full force. Now, here's the the waiver wire waiver wire scramble happens big in week one, two, and three. So I hope people are hawking them. I know a lot of moves were made last night. I, I missed out on a bunch of players I wanted. Can I, I don't know about you, so. Can I bring up first the fact that Blake didn't know how waivers work because he always got the first pick in waivers? <laughs> how he had to ask the group. He's like, do you have to be bad in order to get a better waiver claim? It's because he's never had to worry about it. I thought that was hilarious. Ooh, Okay. Shots fired. Shots fired early. I mean, he I has finished it. last two years. It's not really shots at this point. I mean, yeah. but thankfully, let's, uh, let's look back through the draft a little bit here um, as we get into this, boys. As um, as <clears throat> we started off, instead this year, Blake made some smart plays. Um, can't say the same for Jeff, our newcomer. Um, I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's going to be the number one. QB of the year, MVP probably. Um, I don't think any quarterback plays like him. But no, first round, Sarah, what do you think of that? I mean, it's hard to say it's a good pick when Mahomes is still on the board, you know? Like, as good as Deshaun is, as much as I love. I mean, and given, you know, he he can have that floor. He could finish as a, you know, overall QB one, definitely. But, Mm. you know, like you're saying, in the first round, I don't know. I don't no, know, but, but I mean, yeah, you can make it work. You know, it's not the end all be all. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it is a little bit curious, but I mean, you have the back to back picks. Um, and I mean, the much more <clears> curious <throat> pick was OJ Howard in the third round. Yeah. When OJ uh, Howard and I think Zach Ertz was still on the board. No, yeah. Zach Ertz was off the board. Um, and, uh, yeah, he picked up O.J. Howard, yeah. which is not a bad pick, but because I also invested heavy in Tampa Bay because I, I believed in Bruce Arians. It's turning out that belief is uh, maybe misguided in Jameis. He's just, no matter what you do, not the man. Yeah, but at the um, time, like, 
you know, looking back on it, why wouldn't you believe in Tampa? Like, you know, the thought is, even if they're awful, they're still going to have to throw a ton. You know, you just don't envision Jameis, you know, throwing it literally to the defense for two pick sixes. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, you it just looks just like same old Jameis. Like, and no fits magic to come in and save the day and sprinkle a little joy on your day. It's just all bad. Yeah. Hopefully it uh, <clears throat> turns around a little bit. Cause Honestly, that was, uh, it wouldn't be surprising if Blaine Gabbert got looks towards the end of the season if it keeps going this way. Because Bruce Arians has no investment whatsoever in Jameis. You know, if they're bad, it actually is better if they get rid of them and don't sign them. I feel, like, I feel like Bruce Arians needs to, like, trade the house for Teddy Bridgewater or something <laughs> like that. Like, something that he can just work with. That it... Or they can just draft Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I mean, that would be – I mean, I think everyone's trying to accumulate 2021 picks now. Yeah. Look at the Dolphins. Give me all you got. Give me all you got, 2021. Please. Please, Giants, gods. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's just that's, that's just some good stuff right there. Um, what else do you want to go through in the draft? You know, we can <clears throat> do we, – we can talk about – so I was thinking we – go through some of the players that I wanted and I did not get do some some yeah swift play on the sure. other players. I'm thinking the first one I want to go with is Chris Godwin. Even though he did fall away to the sixth round, I think. I unfortunately drafted uh Mike Evans. So I I don't know. I could just never I never felt right. And I regretted drafting Mike Evans because I love Chris I uh, love me some Chris Godwin. Yeah, I'm uh unfortunately for you I was the one who took Chris Godwin. But, yeah, like you said, you know, Mike Evans said it himself. Like, they're, like, basically co-number one receivers, you know. Mm. Like, he could easily catch 100 balls this year. But in the first game, he was the only bright spot, really, for Tampa Bay. I mean, and that's only because he caught a touchdown. You know, he only Mm -hmm. had, like, four targets in the entire game. And he only scored, like, 13 points. So, you know, that whole Tampa Bay offense just absolutely sinks when, you know, the reality of Jameis Winston comes through, which is unfortunate, mm-hmm. you know. Because even mm-hmm. last year, they were sort of sustainable. Yeah, um, well, yeah. They seem more, like, ready to well, – because who, who is their Todd Munkin, their offensive coordinator? Yeah. Browns, though. Now he's in Cleveland. That didn't work out yeah. very well yet. <laughs> Do you have a player that you wanted oh, yeah. in the draft? That absolutely. You... And mine has a little bit of a team bias in it, too. I'll disclose that. But I absolutely was heated when I saw Deshaun Jackson go off the board. Um, I forget what round. It might have been a double-digit round um, that he went in. But I knew, you know, somewhat that they were – yeah, round nine, Blake took him. Um, and – you know, you just figured there were there would be at least some sort of chemistry with uh, Carson Wentz, and even if not, you know, you could just drop him that late of a pick. Um, but yeah, I was really upset because you get so into it, and you know, you almost go back on the other side of the team bias, and you're like, I don't want to take any players from my team, you know, because you're like cognizant of the fact. I don't know. I was just really upset when he went off the board, and he proved it last week, you know, catching those two bombs. Um, I think he was, like, the third receiver in scoring, which, you know, from a ninth-round pick, if you can get that, even if he doesn't deliver the rest of the year, you know, he's still, like, served his purpose, you know. 
So I was really upset when I missed out on him. Do you have another player? Um, well, so I was thinking we'd go through another player that would go on the flip side and kind of talk about a player that I did not really want that other people were kind of okay. taking. Um, one of those was uh, <clears throat> Todd Gurley. I don't know what you think of him. Picked up by Tots. Good old tie in the third round. Yeah. I mean, third round's a decent value, you know, for, you know, what we'd be able to see from Todd Gurley. But, I mean, yeah. Do, do you want my opinion pre-draft or do you want it after week one? Because I feel like week one makes Todd Gurley essentially not that great of a pick. Just seeing how the loads went to uh, Malcolm Brown as well, especially in the red zone. Well, that's what I was – and yeah. because of all of, the, all of the knee hype, I was really worried about Todd Gurley. So, I, I really just did not want any part of that. Yeah, um, and week one confirmed that too. Oh, you know? sorry. No, Todd, Todd Gurley went to uh, off on your mom. That was my fault. It went to Grayson in the first round on the in the ninth pick. <laughs> so, that's why that's yeah, why that's I was, that's why I was not high on him because he uh, actually – I mean, I, a little too high for I me. get why you take him that early. I do. You know, you, you're looking for upside. And upside is he stays healthy, he's the workhorse, and, you know, no one takes snaps from him. And he's scoring 30 points. Because he, he missed, like, the last three games of last year, or at least was, like, load managed. And he still finished, like, the number one running back by a wide margin. So it's not that, Yeah, like, but, I mean, risky. he, he didn't yeah, start – I, I feel like you. he didn't start getting load managed until, like, halfway through the year, at least, like, towards the end. Right. Because Nintendo was riding that horse oh, all, yeah. baby, all, all season last year. Yeah, and then week 16 comes around, and he's like, oh, no. What am I going to do? He had to bench him, I think. And someone else picked up C.J. Anderson. I think it was you. It was me. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, the, yeah, it's – they're almost treating Todd Gurley, I feel like, Joel Embiid in a sense, like basically like, load managing them but instead of with games just with carries like they're like okay we're only going to give you the ball at most 70 percent of the time you know because we don't want you taking those hard hits we want to preserve your career it's not a bad play by the rams but it just really muddies the water for his fantasy outlook you know yeah so not bad yeah you have a player that you didn't really want to touch in the draft going in yeah my guy was um Aaron Jones and Chase took him in the fourth round, which is actually a good value for him. You know, it's it's hard to tell week one, especially when they played the Bears. But you know, I just that whole situation in Green Bay has never looked good. And you know, if Aaron Rodgers is still calling the shots over Matt Lafleur, you know, he likes Jamal Williams on a lot of passing plays, and uh, it's you know, I haven't seen enough from him to actually you know, consider him like a bell cow running back in my own eyes. So that's why I didn't like the pick. And, you know, that game Thursday, given the Bears defense is really good. So, you know. Yeah, the Bears defense. You, you can consider it a wash, but Jamal Williams was in on way more plays than, you know, you would like to think he would be in See, when you take I him in the fourth, third or fourth round. I'm going to take the opposite take and say I love Mr. Aaron Jones. Highly underrated running back. I think he's a beast running the ball. Um, I think if he gets used the right way, then that's the key. I mean, in tandem with Aaron Rodgers, he should be amazing. You could play action and whatnot. 
Because he should be a force to be reckoned with, and it's sad to see it not be working. Yeah, but that's on someone so talented. Like Aaron Rodgers basically runs that team, even though they have a new coach. Like, and he just trusts Jamal Williams a lot more. Like he said that all off season too, you know, which sort of enforced to me the running back by committee idea. Um, mm. You know, and like you said, if he's used, you know, like he should be used, but you're basically assuming what the coach is thinking. You know what I mean? And I don't know. That the snap share just scared me in that first game. Definitely, definitely scared me a little bit. Um, um, but that next, whole game was scary in terms of like fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Ten to three, like every. I don't think anyone played played well. Probably the biggest, you know, winner of the game was Marcus Valdez Scantling, just showing, you know, he can catch passes just as much as Devontae Adams. But yeah. other than that. All the team, all the players, just—I mean, Trubisky. It was terrible. a sad. It was a sad game to watch, honestly, to open the open the season. Yeah, home because exactly. it was bad, and I just could not stop saying how trash does Trubisky look, dude? Oh my god, yeah. I like thought he looked decent at the end of last year, like running around. I don't know if that just overshadowed how bad he is, but I mean, it looks night and day. He looks like. He looks like a freshman out of college playing in the NFL. Like, I don't know what to say yeah. to drop he, off. He, he's gotten worse. He cannot throw to the left side of the field. It is unbelievable, dude. I, I, you, He's so limited in in his role at quarterback. Like, if he can't run his, like, his, like, option run and then, like, maybe just a quick pass. Like, if you have to actually read a defense and, and play it off that, he's fucked. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, sad to see. Sad to see. The Bears are so talented. Hopefully they step up because the Packers do also have an underrated defense. Yeah. You know? definitely. And they were... they're, no, they're starting to be rated. How They're starting to be highly rated and no longer can call them. Right. Underrated. But, like, yeah, they, they, they're not in, like, that upper echelon of defenses that you typically think of, you know. But, they, I mean, they have two good young corners. They have a backfield. Mm-hmm. Two good signings up front with Preston and Zedarius Smith. So, yeah, I mean the Packers could be a you know good streaming option on defense. Yeah, they're going to be good for a long time too. If we were playing Dynasty, yeah. they would be like uh, I don't know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dynasty, yeah. You have well, such and a it's just look. tough to play in Lambeau, you know. So they mm-hmm. get eight games a year that are always like you know towards their advantage. Hmm. Um, so next I was thinking, let's talk about, you know, players that we expected to, uh, play well Mm -hmm. this week and just shit the bed. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Um, Who do you, who do you have first? My guy, it's gotta be, uh, Devonta Freeman, man. Like, yeah, you, you know, coming off last year, he didn't play that well either. That's sort Mm -hmm. of why he was like. You know, a late second, early round pick. Um, you know, you ch- you basically chalk that up to the injury that he had. Cause mm-hmm. He was out all year. You know, he was hurt from the start of the season. And, you know, now Tevin Coleman's gone. You know, that backfield is basically his. Ito Smith is his backup. Like, mm-hmm. You know, and Devonta Freeman is one of the higher paid running backs in the league. And you would just expect that Atlanta offense to uh, rebound, you know, from last year. And like be like high power, you know they have all their 
injured players from last year back on defense. So, you know, that seems like a much better game script. You know, they can control the game script sort of. Steve Carr's Sarkeesian isn't there anymore. He you loves know, everything. Sar- just you love saying, <laughs> dude. That, that guy was awful. Seriously, um, but, but <laughs> no. And me, then let me just let me just say this one more time because this is who I was thinking of when I said in the third round Tyler picked him up because Tyler picked him up in the third round at the third pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and, took him right and that's why me. I would have taken him. You would have taken him. See, I was trying to keep yeah. my hands off of him if I could because I I See, was. I I just thought it was going to be a bounce back year, like just positive regression mm-hmm. and i mean i'll give respect to minnesota's defense because they're you know their their front seven is one of the best in the nfl mm. but and atlanta's offensive line i guess isn't what you know they invested in it this past mm-hmm. offseason you know uh bradbert or yeah i think mitch mcgarry's not even playing mm-hmm. um but i mean come on he had like eight carries for 19 yards Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that's all. <laughs> you know, he, he just you gotta do not, more. Yeah, they, and given they, you know, abandoned the run early, but Edo Smith still played. Like, um, let me check his stat. But he he was at, in at least like thirty percent of the snaps. I mean, dude, the Falcons just looked bad. They looked bad. Yeah, I Devonta mean... Freeman and Edo Smith had. As a team, they look split, bad. Sn- split snaps at running back 50% down the middle. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's just not what you want to see from a third-round running back. Like, but, t- but Tyler knows this better than anyone. The Falcons players always play bad in the beginning, and then they could bounce back later in the season when they start to get their shit together because they looked terrible as a team. I don't think you can just put, put that right on Devonta Freeman. No, but- not, no, but – Dude, the snap count alone, investing, you don't – when you drafted Devonta Freeman, you weren't expecting him to only get half of the snaps at running back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, at all. Like, that wasn't I mean, even in the you knew that Tevin Coleman. you knew that Tevin Coleman wasn't there anymore, and you knew that, that they usually did. That's how they ran there. They used to run that yeah, way. He's only got, like, 45% really. Yeah, they Edith said Smith in the offseason, though, they were like, yeah, Devonta Freeman, like, is our guy. I'm just saying, dude – if anyone drafted Devonta Freeman in the third round, they were not expecting him to only get half of the snaps. It was Tyler. I, I'm saying anybody, like, in fantasy football. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fun. But, yeah, my, if we're going back to that, my, if I had to go on next on my guy, it's probably Baker Mayfield. Um, what a disappointment yeah. the entire <laughs> Browns were. I mean – uh, on, on the same side, They're, as bad as the Falcons were, the Browns were worse. Man, I mean, if I was, I was pretty close to be putting OBJ in this in this line, but um, I don't know if you guys would wouldn't take that with too much salt. Um, only a little <laughs> pepper, but yeah, it, it's either one of them. Throw it up in the air. I mean, three receptions for, or what do you have? Like thirty yards or something like that, and and that was it. And Baker just. Looked bad after all that talk, and now he's talking. I mean, he was talking shit to the Giants. He was talking shit, you know, and then you start talking about, what do you say about my family? You know, what, what do you say about my family? And then, <laughs> and then you go out there and, and you fucking do that shit. That felt great. That felt great. I mean, dude, just the Browns in general just did not look good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, especially, yeah, like uh, 
Delaney Walker was funny after the game, uh, saying they are who we thought they were. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> they are who we He's like, thought they y'all were. go ahead and crown them. That's the next clip we should put in there. Still got a flag. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> are who we they were. That's such a nice line. It felt but yeah, great. I mean, especially because they got they, the Browns, it was still a close game come the fourth quarter. They got outscored 21 nothing in the fourth quarter. And like two of them were off interceptions. You know, mm-hmm. you just don't really expect that <laughs> from Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, I, I'm not panicking yet if I'm a Browns fan or a Baker Mayfield owner. You know, that's definitely not what you wanted to see week one. It might have been what exactly what they needed, though. Like, oh, shit, we're not all that, you know. And then they snap right back into it, you know, because they are talented. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, they are crazy talented. But yeah, they, dude, and I mean. It's, it's the Titans, man. Like, they, <laughs> you should be able to beat those guys. That's I a mean, the Titans, team. Titans look great on the conversely. I mean. Next category I was going to go into was players that really surprised me, which was T.Y. Hilton and Derek Derek Henry. Um, And Derek Henry just, I mean, wow. I I was not that high on him. Didn't want any shares of him. And and he he blew me away. So now I got, you know, where Ryan was wrong was right there. Um, Same with T.Y. Hilton. I mean, go Jacoby Brissett, man. I I like you know, he, he he just knows who to hit. And he, it's like the Larry Fitzgerald of the Colts, like a poor man's version of Larry Fitzgerald. He's just there. You throw him the ball, and he, and he does well with it. And yeah. I didn't believe. I didn't believe. I'll, I'll admit that now. Yeah, in one of my leagues, I benched T.Y. Hilton mm-hmm. um, just because I was like, I'm not, especially against the Chargers, you know. They have one of the best secondaries in the NFL, um, given they lost Derwin James for mm-hmm. the year. But their corners are still stellar. And, yeah, he just balled out, you know. Mm. I think Indianapolis is going to be a lot better than everyone thought they were, you know, when Andrew Luck retired. Like, yes, Jacoby Brissett is not Andrew Luck. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I, I agree. think Jacoby I agree, Brissett definitely. is, like, more – especially with a team they built around there, you know. Mm-hmm. And they have the money to trade for someone if they if need be, you know, in terms of, like, getting them help. Um. But yeah, I, especially that offensive line, you know, it's the best offensive line in the built, NFL. They're built for success. That's all, you know. That and Frank Reich did it with Nick Foles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would argue Jacoby Brissett might be better than Nick Foles. You know, I in would, terms of I like, would, I wouldn't say that. But... <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know. Um, but on that note, um, you want to go, dude? I'm I'm serious. Yeah. Do you want to let's go through uh week one and, and get a quick uh let's go through a couple of these teams and see these matchups of week one. So start of our uh, fantasy league here? Yeah, of the fantasy league. Cool. Um first up let's go with the Grayson Carter versus Kyle Roach. Um wow, these two southern boys going at it. Let's see. Grayson with a big W at one twenty four to one oh four. Yeah, that's uh a big showing from Pat Mahomes. Now that you have him, I mean, it's an easy horse to ride right there. Big Ben Dude, did not help you out at all there. Even much. though the Falcons sucked, he still got 16 from Calvin Ridley. You know? And that's, uh, I don't want to say it's lucky, but 
Yeah, I mean, Thielen is the man. Thielen is just always the man. I just, I love that dude. He's an awesome. And Emmanuel Sanders, dude. Wow, Emmanuel Sanders really showed up for you. I don't know if you can see that from week to week, but that's pretty nice. I mean, the Broncos looked as bad as they can be this past uh, game against the. They made the Raiders look good. Yeah, I mean the Raiders are good in general. The Josh Jacobs was a big surprise for me week one as well. Yeah. Well, the I Raiders mean, have a decent, and they're getting they're going to get Richie Incognito back. He didn't play this week. Oh, really? Yeah, he was suspended. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I mean that. Yeah, the Raiders have yet to be seen, but I mean they look good so far. Darren Waller though was, oh. you know, they all played well. Grayson's yeah, also got. Played. Grayson's also got Antonio Brown, which is an interesting, very, very, very interesting. I mean, the sexual allegations aside, it's an interesting thing if it comes out. Yeah, if it's true, he probably won't play anymore. Yeah, but, obviously. You know, his, his legal team put out a somewhat convincing response. Um, yeah, who knows? I'm not going <laughs> to put, put my thoughts out. What's your on legal that, opinion but... on that? <laughs> Well, uh, all right, moving on to the I'm no, next. I'm no doctor. Good work. But... Good team, Grayson. Good play week one. Um, yeah. You know, Ch- Rhodes Chase... just got shafted by Brandon Cooks and Jack Doyle, pretty much, and Big Ben. Whereas Grayson's team showed out double digits, baby. That's what it's all about. And his bench, he had a little Jameson Crowder, who's a nin- in, uh, dude, Jameson Crowder and, and Antonio Brown. Grayson's got a good squad, baby. Did you see Jamison Crowder was like the first person in NFL history to have 14 catches under 100 yards? Really? Yeah. Just, Just absolute dick and dunk. That's P- PPR cheat code. Mm-hmm. Next up, let's go uh, the good old Andrew Sauer 2.0 and uh, Club Camel. Chase Conklin versus Tyler Munessis. See, and that's the, th- that's the thing about these matchups, you know. Chase would have beaten Grayson. But he got completely blown out by uh, Ty. Dude, he dude Tyler played balled out, baby. He invested in Matt Ryan again this year. Shout out, he believes. Uh, Dalvin Cook, dude, the amount they ran Dalvin Cook in that game, you gotta be, ooh, so happy about that. That's freaking awesome. Um, yeah. Devonta Freeman, obviously, as we just talked about for a little bit too long. Yeah, the one, the one sore spot. Yeah, like that was it. Yeah. Um, and Nuke, as always, just shows out. Is never uh, the suplex, the suplex. Oh, dude, Nuke is so fun to watch. By man. the way, he I don't just know doesn't. How that's a personal foul. I really don't. Yeah, it, that, like, did you hear him in the press conference? Him? He yeah. was just like, "Should I just tag him?" So, I mean, that was awesome. Because, like, I mean, sure. it was a little bit of if a defender did that to, yeah, exactly. If a defender did that to a running back, like, you wouldn't really think twice about it. Yeah, not at all. You can't do it to a quarterback, sure. But that wasn't a defensive defenseless player mm. by any means. He had the ball. Mm. I agree. And then Robert Woods, dude, Todd's team is stacked. And Mandrews. Ooh, Mandrews yeah, is so the Mandrews good. is a great pick. Yeah. But he's a Ravens fan, so I'm not gonna give him credit for it. Himself Mandrew <laughs> Sour. So then we could have three Mandrew Sours in the league. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> I love seeing my name. The worst uh, is when people text me and they're like talking about my team as if it's uh chases 
I get really annoyed <laughs> at that. Dude, Chase, sometimes the joke is just too meta, dude. It's too meta, bro. Too meta. Daryl <laughs> Henderson, ooh, nice little snag off the waivers. Yeah, but Malcolm thoughts. Brown. Um, and you got Devin Singletary. <laughs> and TJ Hawkinson, dude. Ooh, his team is fucking, his bench is nice. You could start two tight ends eventually and ball out. Um, Chase Conklin, on the other hand, Lamar Jackson, big ball in play. That's going to be a close tie for QB1 with Deshaun. I think Deshaun's going to win, but Lamar's going to be right there. He's healthy. Leonard Fournette. You think those two uh, over Mahomes? Yeah. I, I don't think Mahomes. I, don't, I, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's – I feel like Deshaun is going gonna, is gonna to ball out, dude. I don't know. I, I love it. I love it this year, but uh, I don't know. It's tough to bet against Patrick. How, how many rims do, do you that. think Deshaun will break this year? <laughs> and not be able to fly in the plane? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, he just gives it all, dude. I mean, did you see him diving? For, dude, he can't just keep sacrificing the body for a shit-ass team that's not going to do anything. They're wasted nukes fucking prime, and now you're going to waste Deshaun's prime. Ah, oh, it's going to be sad. And Colin Coward actually had a great point. This is going to be the Andrew Luck story all over again. He's going to be so hurt by the time the team's all put together, he's not even going to be able to fucking play on it. Yeah, the problem is Deshaun Watson plays good with a bad offensive line. Like, you know, because he's so mobile and innovative that it's going, you know, they're like, oh, let's go get him a tackle and give up two first-round picks that we could have taken, you know, offensive linemen with, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they traded two first-round picks for Laramie Tunsil. That's that's just such he's, a bad investment He's going to be Deshaun. a 10-year starter, yeah. though. He's a 10-year starter for Deshaun. Maybe. He, he hasn't had a PFF grade over 75 yet in his three years. So, you know, I, I, <laughs> he's not Quentin Nelson is all I'm saying. He's not worth two first-round picks. Yeah, I agree. I agree also. So, and they traded away Jadavian Clowney, which I, yeah. I, how do you I, not get a tackle I, out I, of that? I I I I I understand. I don't understand. I mean, the Seahawks don't really have a tackle to give. But. The two players that the Seahawks gave to the Texans in the deal played a combined total of five snaps on Monday night. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, um Zeke, obviously nice in the nice in the bull slot, baby. Uh Aaron Jones, you don't you're not a fan of, but no. Juju, I have him in another league. He was also disappointing. Very disappointing. Alshon, dope. The Eagles, you get a little bit scared over there on your side this week? Um I wouldn't say scared. It was more like what the fuck, you know? Like <laughs> what's going on? But it was early. When you so went, when, when I you went for time, it, on, I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Like when you went for it on fourth, I was like, "Oh damn, <laughs> let's get it!" But uh, Deshaun yeah, Jackson no. saved the day. All right, I'm so <laughs> happy on. he's back in the dude. That's so not fair. How is that just... over? I had nightmares about that after that punt return, yeah. dude. But and now he's back on the team like 20 years later. Fuck. Um. Team Williams versus BB Champ, BP Champ. 
BP Jam pulls out a close one, 192. Good work, Joe Ilsley versus Ryan Wilk. <laughs> that, was, Ryan that, that was the wet noodle battle of the week. Just slapping each other. Because <clears throat> they would have lost to anyone else. Yeah. Dude, Joe's team is pretty good, but it looks like it would be the best team in the world in 2016. Yeah. Um, Vance McDonald's a huge question mark. He didn't. <laughs> I mean, the whole Steelers are a question Jerome mark. Jerome right Allison, but... Kenny Stills, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, Julio Jones, Aaron Rodgers. That was like a dope Aaron Rodgers here. Whatever. I don't know. It was a bad comment, I guess. I'm trying to make some <laughs> conversation. Um, yeah, so... Ryan Williams obviously has a couple of New England players. Let's see what he's got. James White, Julian Edelman. Oh, that's it. Okay. Got a good fat zero from Corey Davis. This is better than that hurts. that hurts. That hurts a lot. I drafted him in the other league, and, and, and you know what? I, I'm almost with you. I think I'm going to need to drop him, dude. I think the Tennessee Titans are just – I don't understand. I I don't understand. What do you think of them, honestly? What, what, what can you I want to know what I think A.J. Brown looks like a beast. He does. I was looking into him. He was, Dude, he that was one 50-yard nice reception he had, when he put that move on the defender, mm-hmm. like, that was one of the he, – he didn't even juke him. He just, like, stepped a different way, and the mm-hmm. defender just fell. And he stayed at, like, full speed. It was just insane. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because Corey Davis is really good, too. But like, yeah, he's, a ball. he's not, um, you know, I, I think he'll uh, find success elsewhere, not in Tennessee. Dude, Leif Bell just came back and had 23 points. I think you're going to be fine, Joe. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is ever going to put up seven points. You'd hope not. He's not going to, I don't think he's going to put up a little seven points a lot. Um, Miles Sanders, what do you think of that? I love, I love the play. I mean, you have Melvin Gordon on the bench. I just don't think it's viable with Darren Sproles. Michael Gallup is a nice pickup. Ooh, Michael Gallup is a nice pickup. And Kenny Stills, too. Yeah, Kenny Stills is a great value. Great plug and play. Great value. You know, but. Baker, that hurts. David Johnson, baller. I love David. Love me some David Johnson. Love me some James White, too, honestly. He's such a dependable 13, 12, like 12 to 16 points. Ooh, he's always there. Never never doubts. You never doubt James White if you need your points. Yeah, but that's tough as an RV, too, you know. It is tough. He's a good flex, but he's, yeah. he's a tough RV, too. Um, Devontae Adams, disappointed, but, I mean, always a ball and move. Julian Edelman. I think he got exactly um, what he was projected. I think, yeah, I think Julian Edelman will be fine, but I'm I'm really interested to see how he does with uh, Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown there. You know, because New England likes going too wide and having like you know a tight end and a fullback, or you know two running backs or something. Yeah, they so, love the tight end. I mean, I don't think you know. I think they keep Julian Edelman in the slot, but you know, it's just going to be interesting to see how that dynamic works. You know. Because is Antonio Brown really going to, like, be willing to take, like, you know, be the third best receiver on the team? 
you know, if that's the case, who knows? But no way. Why would you do that? You know what I He's mean? He's the number like, one receiver. Why would you not? It, what do you mean? Because, dude, Bill Belichick operates on a week-to-week basis. Like, dude, there's some weeks that, like, you know, Josh Gordon will get one target. You know, if it oh, means yeah, they're going to yeah, rush yeah. the ball 50 times a game. You yeah. know, is Antonio Brown going to be satisfied doing it? And Antonio Brown sort of seems like a me, me, me guy. You know, so – um, and Bill I just Belichick think New England is too non no nonsense. The the culture is too much. Exactly. Like I don't know how he's going to mess with it. Yeah, it's interesting. We're going to see it all unfold. I wish I wish Hard Knocks extended like two or three more weeks. Oh, yeah. Just awesome. one more week, even. You know? Yeah. Would have been so cool to see. Um, all right, moving on to uh, Blake versus or your stepdad versus David Davis Millroad Kegmaster and Blake. Stepping up to the plate. Uh, wow. The Tyreek Hill injury hurts, but, you know. Marlon yeah. Mack, great play. Derrick Henry, great play. Derek Goff, that hurts that he didn't show out, but Odell Beckham still had 14 points, so maybe I'll take that back. Odell Beckham yeah. did all right. Yeah, him and Baker still had a decent uh, connection. Evan Ingram, I love it. Deshaun Jackson, dude, Blake's team is nice, yo. Only smart also for starting Deshaun over Mike Williams, or and Larry Fitz. Yeah. But I mean, Larry Fitz would have been fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and on the other hand, let's see. Only one Eagles player on on Borgie's team. Borgie's no team way. didn't even play that bad. You know, mm-hmm. it's just Joe Mixon really hurts you. Joe Eagles D getting zero hurt. That's why, you know, when those defense and kickers put up points, it's such a huge boost. And the opposite yeah. is true, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, his defense only put up four points. I mean, his their defense and kickers are basically yeah. a wash. Mm-hmm. Um, the quarterbacks, the Drew Brees outplayed Jared Goff. It's all in the meat right here, dude. It's all Joe Mixon. Yeah, well, yeah. also – Sterling Shepard, Zach Ertz, and Philip Lindsay, 10 each. That's good. You know, you're happy with it, but it doesn't, like, doesn't boost win you. Games. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, baseline. It's just yeah. especially the same as you and your opponent both getting zero there. You know, mm-hmm. like, evens out. They get more. Yeah, Blake's team is pretty good. I think he uh, – Yeah, he really – he paid attention to him this draft, I think. Yeah. Instead of just – DK Metcalf is big. I think, honestly, Blake – I don't think Blake will admit it, but I think he might have just left it on, like, the rankings on QB. <laughs> and he just clicked it twice and just – that's what happened in the last year because this year's team is balling. So, nice to see that turnaround. That's why we love it. Yeah, that's, that's why, why we, we love That's fantasy. why we make fun of you. So, you change. <laughs> Um, all right, next up, we're going to go stick talking in Washington for the skins. Yeah. Eked it out in the last – Deshaun Watson throwing that touchdown pass. Yeah, real, dude, Sammy Watkins going 46 points really up. Yeah, but, dude, I mean, we talk all this shit, and he comes out yeah, and wins exactly. week one. That's- Shove it in our faces, baby. Love it, Jeff. Love it. Absolutely love it. That's what, and he has um, Dak on the bench too, so he's set at quarterback. Yeah, absolutely set it. And Cam Newton at quarterback, so he's absolutely set. <laughs> and Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback, so he's absolutely set. 
Has he dropped uh, Mitchell Trubisky yet? Can we check on that? <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. And, um, yeah, and so, but he came out and he got the W. It's gonna be great. It's great to see. That's 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 awesome. Robbie Anderson will probably play better too. Kenyon Drake, Drake is definitely a question mark though. He's hurting that running back. Zinteno is basically only hurt because Wayne Gallman came in at uh, the last minute and took his Saquon Barkley's touchdown. Um, and I was really pissed in my other league, so I agree <laughs> with Zinteno should have actually won this game if the Giants were in fucking assholes. Um, but that's basically it. Wow, okay. poor Zinteno, man. Losing on the last play. Jacksonville's D getting minus eight. That hurts. That hurts a lot. <laughs> and well, Sony Michelle only 1.4 yikes. Yeah, Jacksonville's the wow, that really, really, really hurt. That really hurt. Yeah. But I mean, at least he's got a little Allen Robinson who I think he's gonna have a ball in here, no doubt. And a little Hollywood Brown. Wow, he's got Hollywood Brown. So mm-hmm. I mean Plug and play, baby. Let's see it happens. Nintendo might have a new Todd Gurley this year. It's gonna be the bell cow. Hollywood Hollywood Brown, baby. I look forward to seeing hopefully, him play. Hopefully he can say healthy. Watching 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 Lamar Jackson flick his wrist and just whip that ball was awesome. Yeah, it was he, absolutely awesome. He didn't even step forward. Dude, he was flicking it, flicking the wrist. Flicking the wrist. Yeah, dude. He was he was slanging that shit. And I love to see that. It was just good football. Just step back, toss, bang, bang. Um, very cool to see. All right, last but obviously the best was not the worst. and not, But uh, <laughs> a team has no name versus Gnarls Bark. Um, I had to change my name, actually, because I don't have Barkley anymore. Um, but uh, it's Andrew Sauer versus myself, Ryan Hall. Um. I just, you know, shit the bed, really. Uh, it sucks, Jameis. I believed in, in the Tampa Bay offense. And, you know, I, 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 I took the air of going down narrative lane. And and I went down it, and I just strolled along narrative lane and believed, you know, Bruce Arians had turned the ship of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, Jameis was going to be a good old Jameis back in football for him. And I believed. I invested heavily, and I thought they were going to be a power offense. And, uh doesn't look like it panned out for me there. <laughs> um, the four points from Davis uh, really, really hurt. Um, other than that, also hurt Mike Evans because of his four points, also having four points. And I also believed in David Montgomery against my better judgment. <laughs> I was so happy, is... honestly, when you started him over Duke Johnson. And I was going to text you about it, but I was like, ooh, I got to wait until he plays first. Yeah, I, I fucked up. I was just like, I, I walked in there to Blaine. I was just like, again, David John, David Montgomery. He's so Chicago, good. He, I did it to myself. I got to get back into fantasy mindset and stop getting in this preseason narrative bullshit that I hear, that you hear all the time. Like, come on, it's fucking goddamn it. Sub-narratives getting are my, good, though. Like Lamar yeah. Jackson. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So that sucks. Uh, it Sarah also gets hurts the dog that, shit. 
my entire team played pretty well. And then Christian McCaffrey just yeah, he, brings he, the he hammer. Scored, he scored <laughs> a third of your points, which is fucking gay. Um, more but like whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I'm glad Damian Williams finally, uh, not finally, but, you know, with LaShawn McCoy there. Although LaShawn McCoy played pretty well on my bench, too. I'm glad Chase dropped him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I have a solid team. Yeah, Chase. And then you have the T.Y. Hilton, too. Who's, yeah. Well, yeah, I, be I nice. decided to bench him, you know, in this league because of what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's tough with Chris Godwin and Josh Gordon there. You know, you're like, am I really going to bench Josh Gordon? This week against the Steelers, you know, because I move. Um, well, evidently not. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a tactical smart move, I yeah. guess. But yeah, and I'm pumped about Mikael Hardman, too. Very <laughs> yeah, he's a nice little sneak ad, but um, especially with Tyreek Hill going down. Yeah. I put in a waiver claim for him, didn't get him, so pretty pumped, pretty uh, sick, pretty sick. Um, what do you mean you yeah, put so, it? You didn't put it in a waiver claim in here because I drafted him. Oh, sorry, maybe in the other league. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> getting getting things mixed three up. steps ahead of you. Um, yeah. So who scored the most this week? Was it Ty? Yeah, it was Tyler, then Blake, then me, then. Chase, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a uh, it was a showing week one. You know, week one, you really can't tell anything. Um, I think you, week one, everyone's setting up their little lineups, really kind of feeling out who's, where, they, uh, where the chips lie. Um, you know, changing what needs to be changes. You know, if, if you're making trades, you're making them now. You know, think about them now. Start thinking about them. Um, be ready to be open. Those are all open, so everyone just feel free to start shooting these around. <laughs> yeah, see some. The key is to don't overreact, but don't underreact either. You know. Mm. Yeah. Um, you want to see? So, what are you looking forward to in week two? Let's see what we got in week two a little bit before we sign off here. Going for it. So we got first up, we're going to go Chase and, I don't know, Kyler Roach and uh, Timmy Nessie's club came over. Show me your TDs. Well, uh, looks like uh, Kyler Roach is projected to win <laughs> by pretty heavy yeah. margins. Um, I don't know if I would be- – Dalvin Cook, I think, is going to beat James Conner, I'm going to say, against that projection. I'm going to say I agree with the – Big Ben, yeah. Don't agree with the doubt with the DeAndre Hopkins losing over Keenan Allen, and don't even and don't agree with the Darren Waller over Mark Andrews. So that's tough, and I probably would don't agree with Tyler Boyd being over John Brown. I think John Brown's gonna ball out. 
Hopefully, but the Jets secondary is really bad. Yeah. No. It's the Giants he's playing against. Right. Buffalo versus Giants. Um, next up, let's look at it. We got uh, Joe LZ versus Creation Cotta, BP champ versus Afi Mom. Uh, wow, look at this projection. 111 yeah. versus 111.4 versus 11.6. Joe to win. 11.6 to 11.4. 111.4. Wow. I mean, Pat Mahomes, I don't think the projections do him justice yet. Um so, but he's going to ball out. So, Grayson, ooh, but Tyler, um, I like, I like uh, Joe's team with Lave Bell against Cleveland. He's going to ball out. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have to ball out if he wants a chance to win Minnesota. So, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, Tariq Cohen at mm-hmm. running back might be a big question mark. Yeah, and Miles Sanders at running back, too. I'm questioning with Joe, but. Yeah. Um, other than that, we're, we're, look, it looks like it's going to be a good matchup. We're going to have to monitor that throughout the week. That's our, might be our game of the week, I think, is uh, <laughs> Joe versus uh, Grayson. Um, next up, let's see, it's Ryan Williams versus Chase Conklin. Andrew Sauer versus Team Williams. Team Williams is obviously the uh, created name of Ryan Williams. He <laughs> trademarked it because it's, it was actually so catchy. Um, yeah, and poor Baker, man. I think he's just uh, overwhelmed and talking shit. Lamar Jackson's going to ball out, go chase. Yeah, he's Zeke's starting gonna be though, the number uh, one. Zeke's going to be the number one fantasy player, I think. He's starting James White and Rex Burkhead. So, and uh, Miami, or the Patriots are playing Miami. Dude, he's got three. He's starting three New England players. I miss Rex, yeah. Rex, Rex Burkhead. I mean, dude, the Ravens put up 59 on. Miami. <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, Honestly, against Miami, why not, dude? He's going to ball the fuck out, actually. Although, you know, <clears throat> Bill Belichick did lose to uh, Matt Patricia last year um, pretty badly. And it looked like Matt Patricia had his number. Mm-hmm. I, so I wonder if that's going to be the case this year and it's going to be like an upset game like that with Brian Flores because he mm-hmm. was a defensive coordinator too. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that's the or they can movie. lose by a hundred. I mean, I think the Miami's <laughs> just so bad; it's not yeah. even going to be a fucking question. Like, it's going to be like sixty-five. My projection is sixty-five to three. <laughs> I think they get a field goal. <laughs> like, I, I, that's what I think is going to happen. And then um, Chase has Lamar, Zeke, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Chase. That's a pretty good team, too. Yeah, he does. Dude, um, Zeke's going to be the number one. I, I said it again. Zeke's going to be the number one face player. Juju was disappointing last week. It's sad, but Aaron Jones disappointing. Leonard Fournette disappointing. Allison Jeffrey upside. Ty Higby upside. But yeah, not that great. Not that great. Um, he did very fine, though. Yeah, still... Chase still projected to win by a lot. <clears throat> Next up, we got Davis Mill, Kegmaster versus Washington for the skins. <laughs> I don't know why you're for being on skin. I mean, that's whatever. Your personal space. That's my personal space. Um, Jeff Burks. Sorry. Um, he, uh, he's got Deshaun Watson, who I think is going to beat Drew Brees. I believe it. 
he's going to ball out against Jacksonville. Um, I don't think Drew Brees is going to have a good game against the Rams. I think it's going to struggle. I mean, actually, I don't think he's going to struggle. I just don't think he's going to have a good game against Deshaun. <coughs> what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest question mark in this matchup is uh, Kenyon Drake. And I don't think Joe Mixon's going to play. So, mm. Nick Chubb and Kenyon Drake versus Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram. That's a, mm. I don't know. If Jeff finds another running back on the waivers instead of carrying four quarterbacks, you might mm. be fine, but I don't know if he'll do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, sh- yeah. But I don't, I, I don't really think Philip Lindsay's going to uh, play well against Chicago at all. So Kenyon Drake might be able to match that. Mm-hmm. So there's a 51% win probability for Borgie. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, next up, let's see. Stick talking versus the team has no name. <laughs> and you're just a fucking dick, man. Like, I, I get why you do it. Are you trying to – dude, just come on. You ruin, <laughs> you ruin fantasy doing this. You can guess my starters if you want. Like, I can't just do the projected totals. Like, I don't even see your bench on this. <laughs> oh, dude, I love how the win probability, it says 97% for Adrian when my lineup's empty. Yeah. There's a 3% chance everyone gets negative points. It's, yeah. I could probably tell everyone you gets... who I'm thinking about starting. Right. But you can also probably guess that, so. You could have just said it, but whatever. Um, so I'm going to say, let's go Zinteno. Fucking beat the shit out of him, baby. I lost <laughs> to him. Uh, next up, let's go your stepdad versus yourself, myself. Gnarls Barkley. Ryan Hall versus Blake Comer. Um, projected and, 20 points more. You're going to start Josh Allen? Yeah. You think the Giants are that bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sad, but the Giants are that bad on defense. And I you're mean, starting Tyrell Williams? Yeah, You think Derek Carr is good? Yeah. <laughs> I think you just, it's just a shootout with Kansas City, baby. How many deep balls can you throw? Who's going to win? How many can I throw? That's who's going to win. <laughs> That's my big takeaway. Can you see? Don't give a fuck on defense. How many? How are you gonna stop us on offense, dude? I think Blake has a better uh, chance of winning than they're giving them, especially if Deshaun Jackson <laughs> plays well against Atlanta. Yeah, and Derrick Henry and Marlon Mack are both good. I mean, Marlon Mack is such a yeah, good player. But Austin Eckler. Indianapolis both, yeah. is just the number one offense. Whatever running too. back is, whatever running back is behind. Evan Ingram is the best tight end. I think and he's going to be a baller. The best, I mean, not the best tight end, but he's the best receiver on the on the Giants. Yeah. And he's got Deshaun Jackson. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I already said this before. Blake's got a really good team, so it's going to be a tough matchup. I don't think these projections are fair. So, yeah, it's um, 
Also sucks for him with Tyreek Hill and Mike Williams out. You know, it'd be sick. I guess it would only work in New Jersey, but if we could, if you could do like a side along thing where you're betting on your fantasy games, <laughs> and you can bet on uh, other people. <laughs> yeah, you could bet on other people in your leagues. Like I don't know if you could do that. You could do it like because Fox now has a sports betting app in New Jersey. I guess you could only, only New Jersey has online sports betting, right? But... So like if they did a side along with their like fantasy app. It would be sweet. Yeah. That would be cool. <clears throat> so what do you think is going to happen? Uh, so we got a game tomorrow. What do you, Just give me your quick thoughts on it. Tampa Bay and uh, Carolina. Uh, I think Carolina is going to roll, baby. I think uh, their defense is going to show out. Um, and I think uh, Chris McCaffrey is going to ball. I don't think he's going to have 40 points. I think he's going to have a solid 23. I think – Cam Newton's just gonna just pound her out of, and it's gonna show show out for it. Um, I think Jameis Winston is gonna have a chance early late to to give him them over and over in the halftime, and it's just not gonna be able to get it done in a two minute drill um, to put them into contention for the game. And that's where the game's gonna be lost at halftime, um, and then from there, Carolina takes away. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I think it can be closer than people think. But Carolina's definitely the better team. So, you know, I just hope Tampa Bay's offense rebounds because if not, a lot of my teams are in trouble. Because mm-hmm. like you, I, you know, thought their offense, you know, even if they're bad, their offense will be good. That's how they were like sort of the last two, mm-hmm. two or three years, you know, with James at quarterback. Um, so... Even if they are bad, I hope that the rebound, that aspect of it rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're good enough that, and it's a short week, that they could put up a fight about, against Carolina. I don't know if they'll win, but. Yeah, I'm hoping they really pull their shit and get it all together and put it all in a bag just so they have it all together, just so they can <laughs> get all this shit together because it is bad looking. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good overview for the week. I mean, I'm excited for this season. Um, you know, we got some, some new faces around here. Um, some new listeners to the podcast. Don't be afraid to like and subscribe. Tell your friends, um, you know, post on, on social media, you know, (laughs) you tag us, obviously, you know, we'll send you some merch. We got the, the store opening up soon. Um, I don't know, Sour he's the one setting up the website right now for it <laughs> um, no so we got some things in the works but uh we appreciate you guys listening uh <clears throat> we're gonna be back hopefully next week we're gonna do this weekly we're gonna stay on top of it um you know as long as sour has a game plan we're ready all right <laughs> <laughs> no so um we're signing off from us yeah well in uh future uh episodes we'll have some guests as well so let yeah. us know if you want to. If you uh, if you up. have a desire to uh, just come on the podcast, feel free. We uh, we welcome all guests. All right, have a good one, guys. Enjoy the work day. Bye. Peace.